0: Welcome to Pod Me If You Can. I'm David Farrell. And I'm Lloyd Hughes. And today's film we will be discussing is new on DVD Sam Worthington stars in Man on a Ledge. If you haven't seen the film, just be aware this podcast will be full of spoilers. We always uh, discuss films after having seen them. So uh, this film starts like Phone Booth, and I love Phone Booth, <laughs> but it didn't end like Phone Booth. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I would be nice here, but how did we get to watch this film? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's good to support Australian actors uh, who are trying ho- to make. I love it.
1: Australian actors. I think we just. I don't think we produce great films. I think we produce great actors and DOPs. And we certainly
0: produce interesting films. It's yeah, just yeah. Uh, occasionally, you know, they're just not very interesting. As
1: in, occasionally, they're all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we seem to produce films that are sort of quiet, thoughtful pieces, whereas. Man on a Ledge, for example, is, like, a big, dumb action film. And, uh, you know, just sort of thought we'd check out how Sam Worthington's career was going. Let's just
1: get this out of the way. <laughs> I don't like Sam Worthington. <laughs> I think he's a terrible actor. I think he's just a really... Like, girls find him really good-looking. I think that's the idea of it. And he banked off Avatar, which was clearly more CGI than <laughs> bloody on <in> the film. <laughs> yeah, he was. He did we the need a work. guy who can't have any expression at all, you know, who won't interrupt the senses. <laughs> I got just the guy, James. <laughs>
0: who, who's that talking to James Cameron in this version?
1: <laughs> who are you
0: trying to be? <laughs> all right. Um, so
1: I guess they've taken it. I'm shocked at how many movies this guy has been in.
0: Well, he's going off the success of Avatar, isn't he? I mean, it's that's... Clash of the Titans 1 and 2... Um, Wrath of the Titans was the second Wrath one Wrath of I think.
1: the Titans was the second one uh, Man on the
0: Ledge I can't think
1: of any others but I'm sure there's been a lot they just keep puffing out these movies and he, oh um he, I think he played a robot in this one as well Terminator Salvation I haven't actually seen it yeah you know,
0: spoilers for that one as well <laughs> but yeah he um he is a Terminator
1: okay, and he doesn't yeah, he has no facial expression. Doesn't need
0: to, does he? Perfect role. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he is actually is not aware that he is a Terminator in that film. Yeah, yeah. Um until sort of halfway through. Sure.
1: Yeah. I think um what they're hoping
0: for is another Russell Crowe. He seems like, like, like he's got traits of Russell Crowe. Yeah, I mean it's the classic Australian though. It's yeah. like uh He's, he's not women. Hugh Jackman or
1: anything. He's
0: terrible. Women see Australians as Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, Sam Worthington types. You know right. the sort of the rugged, um, handsome. rugged yeah. exactly. You know bearded, hairy kind of labourer type Australian. You know he's got two looks, and that's it. You can count him. <laughs> he does furrow his brow. <laughs> And is that
1: one of them? I'm so happy. I looked up reviews for this before we did this podcast on the net because I had no idea how to take this movie. It was so by the numbers, as you say. That's Mm. your favorite. Saying like, um, you know, like many other podcasts we've trashed on. Um, And a lot of the reviewers agree that this guy is just you know the most bland actor you could possibly get like no charisma and it's interesting man on a ledge and you'd need like a uh, Colin Farrell carried phone booth he's amazing it showed how much of his range you know yeah they um, made
0: that in like 12 days and- yeah he was
1: but you had Colin Farrell um, uh, Sam Worthington's no Colin Farrell. Like he had no expression on him. You know how is he going to hold the viewers' audience mm. for you know for ninety minutes? So I was standing on a ledge, yeah. and the answer is he did it.
0: <laughs> no, well, I mean they didn't stay on the ledge the whole time. I was thinking it was going to be more like phone booth. Yes, yeah. In that it would be there the entire time, and, and everything then, that's had
1: an to as unfold
0: well, yeah. with uh, dialogue. But yeah. then we immediately jump back to him in prison. Yep. and we jump back to his um, you know exploits and it's got to
1: be uh, it's got to be this like a uh, thief sort of film you know mm. they, uh, they cast the, uh, the heist film exactly they cast the sexiest chick they could find for no reason at all no reason no reason at all she's just
0: Busting. eye candy she's yeah, just, yeah. just, just yeah, changing clothes Yeah, for no exactly. Reason. for no reason
1: at all you got to get into this really tight leather outfit why I have no idea
0: you're climbing through a vent <laughs> you don't want to wear what you're wearing now <laughs> That's not and vent and wear the way
1: you crawl you know you gotta really it's its the right perfect size for you to crawl like this
0: <laughs> I had so many problems with this film Oh, jeez. I imagine that we'll, you've got problems too I'll, I'll
1: say the good points and the guys who struggle in this like some of the actors I couldn't believe they accepted the script but yes. um, Ed Harris he is elite level like I, I you know he's getting on a bit he is oh
0: my gosh he's looking very old how old
1: does he look like, yeah. his, like physically he's still moving around fine but man, he looked like a uh, you know that lollipop sort of look, you know, the big, big head. head and the small body, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I respect Ed Harris. Ed Harris is phenomenal, elite actor, and I had another pretty solid actor who played um, oh, spoilers, the father of um, Sam Worthington in the film. What
0: was he from? I think he's
1: from Die Hard 2 He plays the bad guy. I think Arms but- <laughs> Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard 2 He's the guy doing the ninja stuff at the beginning. Okay. I think I'm wrong. I think I'm wrong. I don't but, know what he's but from. But he's actually, I thought he was actually pretty good in that film. Um, and that's
0: in it. that film not in Man of the in Man of the Le- do <laughs> so you think he's okay in Man of the I think Ledge? he's okay in Man of the oh, is there anything else you want to tell us Bellhop he has honest eyes he has eyes. honest
1: eyes whoa you <laughs> if that was written in the script there's no other way to deliver that he's
0: just like no, so he honest eyes man <laughs> rewrite you'd do a rewrite wouldn't you it? it's, it's this big red flag that says is the Bellhop in love with him <laughs>
1: What
0: what's going on there you know Oh, my God. All right, so to prove that Sam Worthington's character was framed for a crime that he was convicted of, um, they're actually going to commit the crime and not face any consequences because of that. Now, for me, I thought, is this, like, double jeopardy? Is it that he's... Well, he hasn't finished doing the time for the crime. Yeah. So he can't then recommit the crime. Like, in double jeopardy, for those of you who don't don't know, Ashley Judd's character is um, convicted of killing her husband. She um, goes... ...through, like, how many years in prison... ...gets out... ...probably on good behaviour... ...I can't recall... ...and then decides that she's going to kill him... ...because she can't get arrested for the same crime... ...because she never did kill him... ...and knows he's alive, sort of thing... ...so that's double jeopardy... ...that she could shoot him in the head... ...in the middle of a busy street... Sure, yeah. ...and not be arrested They're for that crime... A story out of a loophole... She's, ...yes, yeah, it's yeah. a loophole... ...so I thought he's committed this crime... ...that he stole this diamond... ...allegedly cut it up into lots of pieces... And then he can't get rearrested for stealing it, but he hasn't finished doing his time. So it's kind of like, and, you know, the amount of crimes they commit along the way makes it ridiculous <laughs> and in no way double jeopardy. So that was a fault straight away. <laughs> um, but I mean, there was, this, there was a problem with this film right at the beginning mm. that made me think this film was bogus. Now, I don't know when the last time you stayed in a hotel was, Lloyd. Do you... Yeah, uh,
1: when I went to the States about uh, 11 months ago, 10 months ago. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, I also have been to the States. Yeah. And I can vouch for this. I stayed
1: in New York as well. Probably in that building
0: <laughs> now windows don't open all the way mm. uh they usually have like something obstructing them so you can't just open a window the way he this did. particular hotel did <laughs> that's what you're led to believe but usually they'll open from the top down as well yeah. so that you know you sort of get a crack of air yes. at the top and you can't sort of climb out like this. this is to prevent people walking out on ledges you should just
1: smash the window or something i mean
0: It wasn't plausible at all, was it? I mean, if he'd smashed a window, some shards might have fallen. It might have killed someone. And his legs would have tired
1: out from standing. Oh, who cares? I'm rambling. (laughs) (laughs) But yes,
0: the fact that most hotel windows don't open this way made me think, wait. (laughs) The premise of the film is flawed already, and it's so early in the film.
1: How by the numbers was this
0: film? Oh, my God. Oh, no. There was was some real twists. (laughs) I I, I want to talk about them. Um... (laughs) Alright, Sam Worthington in Sing Sing Prison, which yep. I think is the prison they use in Analyze This or sure. Analyze That. It's a famous you know. prison, yeah. Exactly. I don't know where it is, but I've heard of it. Yeah. No, I've also heard of it, but from those films. Yeah, um, You know, he has suicidal thoughts, which is because he's a, he's a cop, an ex-cop, doing a 25-year sentence, mm. which seems like a long time for stealing a diamond he has to fight
1: off constantly people wanting to beat him up
0: exactly and they give him nighttime yard time which made no sense to me you're (laughs) you're just asking for someone to escape you're Mm. just going well it's pretty dark but i'm pretty sure he's out there running (laughs) oh no he's running for the fence is that (laughs) is that him i I can't even see you know it's ridiculous um but he's in prison and the fact that they introduce that he has suicidal thoughts is so that we believe he's on the ledge to jump. Mm. But if you've seen the trailer for this film, you know that he's not there to jump and that there's more to it and then that Jamie Bell is across the road yep. robbing the place. Sure.
1: Oh, so you saw the trailers before
0: this? Oh, yeah, I've Are seen the trailers. I nothing about this film. Did that make it better? Uh, no, it did No. No. I, I, I,
1: there was a bit of me that was interested to see how it would all... I knew it was going to all end happily, but mm. I, there was a part of me that was still interested in the, that pushed me through this film to see how it, would it all wrap up nicely? Will he get away? There's a yes. little bit of me. Uh, well, I that's, mean, that's, that's, that's I thought the only thing so many rubbing. times
0: I thought this this can't possibly work. Sure. They should be caught here. You know, just ridiculousness. But, yeah, when you watch the trailer, it's a really badly made trailer in the sense that it gives away that they're across the street kind of robbing the place. Sure. You know, that misdirection element. If you didn't know any of that and then the marketing was just... What's going to happen? Yeah, the bare minimum. You would have got more people to see it. Definitely, there would have been an intrigue factor. Like, what is he doing on the ledge? Man on a ledge. You know, that's all you know, and you don't know that Jamie Bell is doing any of that heist stuff. And so then, when he he is, is
1: Jamie Bell a famous actor?
0: Yeah, he was Billy Elliot when he was a boy. Um, You know, the dance movie, and he was in Jumper with uh, Hayden Christensen. He was in a movie with Mia Wasikowska, which was. like a period piece I'm thinking it was Jane Eyre okay um, yeah he's been in a lot of things he's yeah because
1: like he might be a great quality actor but given the role in the movie I saw like you know Man in Man on the he was so generic and bland I think that's just the fault
0: of the script <laughs> yeah well he- He's from the UK, Sam Worthington's from Australia, and they're both playing Americans, so... How bad Sam Worthington's accent? Okay, this was the worst thing about the film, is that in some parts, he sounds American-Australian. Yeah,
1: oh my gosh. I, I thought they had um, dialogue coaches. Like, um, I know you can never compare Guy Pearce to Sam Worthington, but Guy Pearce I says, oh, putting on accents like, you know, putting on a leather jacket, like, he can just... You have to um, slip in and out of it. Yeah, yeah, he, and he's brilliant at it, you know. And I know Sam Wilson is no near the level of Guy Pearce. He's but still. he's very
0: flash in a pan, and he's taking advantage of the fact that Avatar was big, and yes. that Avatar no, Two no, well is said. coming out. Well you know, said. Is he going to be in Avatar Two? I, I, don't I know. would. F- oh. I assume so. I mean, well, he'll be in it a little while. Yeah, and, that they and kill then him off. Well, no, I think <laughs> that he'll be animated for the rest of it. You yes, know, like, yeah. It doesn't matter. No, if he's, you're absolutely right. Anyway, he um. He's just taking advantage of his moment in the sun here, and I mean, Cuba Gooding's Jr. For example, was um, you know moment in the sun around Jerry Maguire, won the Oscar, and now everything he makes is straight to DVD. Yeah, you know, I mean, he was in,
1: but he can act. Uh, Like people pay him out. Go watch um, that movie by Ridley Scott, American Gangster. Mm. He was great in that. Like he was
0: good in Men of Honor. Um, I seen of no. yeah yeah Kubo he's, no he's an actual actor
1: but you know. but he
0: was in like Daddy Daycare 2 sure. which is like Daddy Day Camp yeah. you know like he's just taking paychecks now yes you know it's at a certain point I think we're going to see Sam Worthington probably come back to Australian films and come back and do like a few yeah. more independent it's films it's like now. that
1: guy who was a bad guy in Blade um, he was a real pretty boy uh, back in his day
0: are we talking about oh, I do know this he was in Sofia Coppola's um, yeah he, he's film. actually
1: he can actually act uh, Dorf, or Dorf, Steven Stephen Dorf Dorf Stephen Dorff. yeah he's kind of like kind of reminds me of that like, I think Stephen Dorf is better mm. better actor and then now he's just really bit parts in like I think he was a very small part in uh, Michael Mann's Public Enemies and that's the only roles he's sort of been getting I think mm. he's making a comeback now but I think that's what's going to happen to Sam Worthington he's just going to play little bit parts you know oh was that Sam Worthington well, you know eventually
0: Sophia Coppola's latest film was called Somewhere Yeah. And he was in that. Oh, he was the main star? The main star. Oh, okay. And it was this, like, you know, probably meant to be a career revival. He was playing an actor who was sort of washed up a a little bit. He's got an
1: interesting face. He's really cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: and obviously it was the bad guy in Blade. He made this great film years ago called SFW, which I... Because we're a clean podcast, I can't translate what that is. (laughs) Um, But Stephen Dorff in Somewhere, the film was just nothing sure there's a joke in 30 rock where they say who would have thought a film called somewhere went nowhere (laughs) you know and it's exactly right sure i I mean the opening shot is like him going around a racetrack in a car and it's a static shot and he goes around the racetrack like three or four times and you're like, what, what's happening? I, here? I don't
1: mind that technique as long as there's a purpose. It's a it long racetrack, a though. No, it puts
0: you in a mood to think, how slow is this film going to be? <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad opening shot. Sure, yeah. Anyway, we'll head back to Man on a Ledge <laughs> here. So, you don't like Sam Worthington? And no, I, I think
1: he's very overrated.
0: I think that's a great reason to do a podcast, really. <laughs> so, anyway, nighttime prison, <laughs> no good. Uh, we head into the funeral scene. Now, the funeral escape was just an excuse for a car chase. Yep. As by the numbers as you get. But he is hit by a train, which I thought was a little twist. He could have easily just driven past the train. Sure, yeah. Um, I was like, oh, it actually hit him. But you knew he was going to get away. You both- he- you don't even need to see him, like, hop the train or whatever happens next, you know. You,
1: you do. The boat with the, the train went past. You have to be like, oh, he's gone.
0: <laughs> now, to set up this phony funeral, yeah. don't they need to produce, like, a death certificate or something? Because the dad, as, spoilers, we know, wasn't dead. He was. Oh, it was a
1: funeral for the dad. Yes. See, that's how much I was paying attention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the dad works at the hotel as, like, a bellhop. And he works at a bar and i mean unless they produced a fake birth uh, death certificate i'm
1: pretty sure that's a felony buddy
0: yeah well that's another felony to add to the list i mean there's just a ridiculous amount of crime for somebody trying to prove their innocence yes so silly anyways i just thought at that (laughs) i mean i knew because of the trailer you probably didn't guess right away that jamie bell when they sort of tackle each other they were gonna sort of help with the escape you know yes um at that funeral scene well
1: that's a classic thing two Isn't people it? fight and then you go ha ha you know they both turn on the cops yeah
0: yeah I mean I hate movies like this and Inside Man as well with Clive Owen and Denzel Washington where it makes cops look really dumb yeah and like they go oh <laughs> afterwards and they go oh that's what was going on and like the viewer knows more and they can never more. hit the
1: target and yeah. stuff like that yeah and they're always
0: shooting and always always missing yeah as you say um, they can easily be misdirected and distracted and the the criminals are always one step ahead and i know like glorifying crime is a cool thing to do in movies you know like um inside man is like obviously you're just like fascinated by Clive Owen and what sure. what he's doing yeah. in there
1: and directed by a very good director
0: uh spike lee yeah yep. um yeah but in this one, I guess you can say Sam Worthington thinks like a cop because he was a cop, so he knows what they're going to do, like when they're going to run the print on the cigarette. You know, he sort of has a, an idea what's going on, and that's sort of the only way you can sell yeah. that he's smarter than the cops. That he was because cop. he was a cop, yeah. Yeah, which I guess I know was, the response
1: time. Yeah. Is that a good Stephen? Oh, what's his name? Sam Sam <laughs> Worthington.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's got honest eyes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a good one, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we'll see. <laughs> um, Anthony Mackie played uh, his partner who's from Eight Mile, he was Clarence. Yep. And I was thinking, oh, he's come a long way since Clarence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in the adjustment bureau. I love mile. <laughs> he was in the Hurt Locker, and I think he's still getting a lot of traction from yeah. the Hurt Locker. Yeah. Um This did have a pretty good cast. Eddie Burns, who I mean, he does a lot of indie stuff. He released a film was called it Ed Harris. You think Ed Harris is oh, Eddie Burns was in it too? He was the negotiator um, who was like, "Oh, wake yeah. up, wake yeah, up, yeah. Elizabeth Banks!" You know, yeah, it's yeah. me, Eddie Burns. Yeah, <laughs> and um, Elizabeth Banks, obviously. I don't know they tried to form a character didn't they yeah
1: I think uh, nothing against her She, I, I think she's a solid actress but she's too beautiful for the part you know she rolls over and goes, she did
0: wake up with like you know sort of messy but yeah okay the little hair. Miss,
1: messy hair you know she mm. wakes up and she's supposed to be this grunt of a cop I guess mm. you know she wakes up what What do you want it's my know, day
0: off it's my day off I take pills before I and answer the phone she looks that
1: good coming into work asking for a coffee to get over a hangover I guess I'm like mm. right it's like yeah. Castle Of bones,
0: you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I guess so. But on the big screen. (laughs) Yeah. Or on DVD as as we've watched it. It's out now on DVD if you guys are interested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kyra Sedgwick was the reporter who had very little to do very little to do and no reason to be in it Eddie Burns had very little to do he was just like uh, I wasn't means- he the bad
1: guy? he was the twist was
0: he? no Eddie
1: Burns oh Eddie Burns is the guy who did Brothers McMullen yes oh my god I respect that guy so
0: much and he's got like indie cred because he did a film called Nice Guy Johnny which uh, got released straight to iTunes uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I really he's, like that guy. He's yeah, experimental yeah. and he, he makes interesting I, films.
1: I felt like he was just going through the numbers like where's my buddy where's my marker oh, you yeah, know. Yeah. So I'm just you here you want me to go to the left? Yeah, where's my paycheck? <laughs>
0: I, I'm just here for Elizabeth Banks to have someone to talk to. <laughs> Otherwise she'd be talking to herself and she'd seem crazy. And yeah I can't break down a door but I guess I could shoot it. Yeah. If, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, another interesting one was Titus Welliver. Now he played The guy who was a bad guy in the end. And that was totally predictable. He's from Lost. He's from The Good Wife. He's um, really interesting on TV. And that sort of translated. I didn't
1: see that coming. But at that point, I just didn't. I
0: I also thought like, well, there you go. (laughs) um when uh anthony Mackey, clarence from eight mile if you will yeah. uh when he burns the files and stuff i was like oh he's a bad guy yeah he's destroying evidence that's not a cop thing to do but he was a good guy in the end not really i mean <laughs> did he die as well i think so yeah. we assume he did I'm but we don't really know um, um, we Titus didn't really sorry <laughs> didn't really care no. Uh, no that's it it was a difficult movie to care about yeah characters. especially at the end
1: you know what would be cool when you know he jumps for the he, he like Ed Harris is getting away and the guy's getting away he goes I can make this jump you know and he runs <laughs> that was the most Aussie accent <laughs> and he runs through the buildings you know on top of the buildings and he jumps on the um, <laughs> and
0: lands on Ed Harris <laughs> no no no
1: you know uh, and they the inflatable uh, infl- things explainable bed thing to you know to jump on would it be cool have you seen nacho libre you know at the end he does that hawk uh, move and it's like an over the top extension like he jumps over the thing and extends Mm. would it be cool if he jumps and he just does that move onto the puppy thing Uh, i would have forgiven the whole movie if they had
0: that (laughs) it was ridiculous wasn't it and he says
1: something like super
0: (laughs) 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 oh my god but it feels like gravity doesn't work the way it worked for him. Oh, wasn't that stupid? And they had this was weird camera th- angle which showed, like, a CGI building going past.
1: Oh, thing. and it looked like... Yeah, it looked so fake as well. Yeah. It's just like... Couldn't he just have gone, all right, and he just decides to jump? Like, that would be been more plausible. I mean, I feel like plausible.
0: they could have they sort of had... A green screen and a bit of him falling, and maybe a stunt person well, finishing. Well, no,
1: don't even have it set up like that. Just have the the mattress under him, like have the action take place right above the mattress, and him just thinking about, it and then decides to jump rather than him doing the run up and then. Oh, I don't know.
0: The weird fake angle and stuff really oh, took it.
1: But this should have done the Nacho Libre thing where he goes,
0: <laughs> yeah, now maybe. <laughs> Uh, I was going to offer another suggestion. He might think, as well have. I think this movie would have been better if Sam Worthington was playing himself. If he was up there on the ledge. Australian. No, well, he could have done his own accent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd be playing Sam Worthington as himself. And so he's on the ledge and uh, they're like don't jump Avatar was great (laughs) (laughs) and you know no you all hate me we've all got our ticket stubs from Clash of the Titans (laughs) and stuff and then just plays himself and I think then you wouldn't have had an accent problem I gotta learn
1: how to defend myself (laughs) because if I ever meet medium he's just gonna want to punch me in the face
0: look I I do hope he has success uh, and I mean I think he has he's had success hasn't he I mean I just think an accent coach would have been great on that film and this film is made by a first-time director so it feels like he's making all his mistakes on this one he'll probably get better too yeah it just
1: felt like the executive producer was he might be a super talented director but it just felt so by the numbers the producer was behind him going a b no c you know just telling him to go which way you know
0: well if you're going to cast somebody in a film you're going to cast somebody with honest eyes aren't you (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh, all right let's um let's talk about the jamie bell and i never even caught the girl's name oh, <laughs>
1: I mean, the sexy chick we'll just call it that
0: we'll, we'll call her jamie bell's girlfriend
1: she's too over the top good looking like i i, I like it, looking at it, it felt like candy. she
0: wasn't dressed for a heist no not and then at she all. got changed and she was wearing lingerie yeah and she was like bouncing around for but no reason so over
1: the top cast at the moment i saw her i just went okay
0: they seem very you nice. Know, I, like, I like
1: seeing good-looking girls on the screen, but it has to have something to do with the, with the character. It was pretty know? flimsy. It was just so flimsy. And then the the ending where he proposes to her, I was just like, wow.
0: Why say yes? Yeah, yeah. It's just like they
1: should have all had a sing, sang a song at the end. You <laughs> know, it just might as well. All
0: uh, right. Um, surely someone would have heard the rooftop explosion. Is my first problem. All the smoke coming up. If even if they'd lugged that mattress up there, which seems a little implausible, you know, implausible rather that they would have been able to lug it up there. They did
1: it in Hangover.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they were drunk and didn't <laughs> even remember it. <laughs> but it's it's like if they didn't lug it up there, it yeah. must have been up there already, which is even sure. more ridiculous. Um, you know, that even if nobody from the street heard that explosion um then somebody would have heard it inside the building Mm. surely i mean the vibration of an explosion on the roof you would feel that oh yeah yeah
1: somebody in the building would have just
0: went hey and the dopey security guard monitor i mean i'm getting so tired of this cliche where we saw
1: so much of it in Ghost uh mission impossible ghost protocol yeah
0: (laughs) where they had that screen which reflected the background and stuff um which was interesting Uh, you know new sort of technology but here you've got like I'm just going to take a quick picture that prints out my camera and then I'm just going to quickly slip it into this thing one of my big problems was how much stuff do they have in that bag just things kept coming out of that bag got (laughs) outfits and drills and you know just you name it we got it everything (laughs) we need clearly no one walks the halls of this building because they're just making a lot of noise making a lot of mess you know until they know that his identity, Nick Cassidy. Um, nobody investigates.
1: Didn't you find it just all boring? The mechanics of it. Oh. I didn't care. I
0: know you're just waiting for them to get through yeah, the get it, get stuff. You get through the whole. It's ho- not Ocean's Eleven. Right? No, it's you know not. you don't we, care about we're the details. Clever. Yeah, <laughs> and and then there's a line there where he says, "Just like we practiced. When did they practice this? Have they been breaking into less secure buildings?" <laughs> And, like, trying out little mini hosts. And
1: I hated the banter. You oh. know? It was like, before, you know, when I broke into stuff, you broke into stuff? Yeah, but yeah. I don't really care. She goes, yeah, I
0: used to break into houses and try on clothes. Um, And why does this bother him there in the middle of a robbery? You know, oh, you used to break into places? You're breaking into a place right now. I would have
1: been like, okay, just take off your clothes. Now. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, and he stops to, like, ogle her despite the fact he's seen her, you know, before, presumably, in lingerie and yet it stops him and he has to say something and comment and it's not a big urgent rush I mean yeah. the guy's are only standing on a ledge don't worry <laughs> you know um it's really quite annoying and like when in the middle of the robbery they're sort of arguing was really annoying Isn't as well it-
1: bad like other than Ed Harris but probably that was the best part of the movie
0: isn't that terrible I mean you want to like Sam Worthington's character just again he's afraid of heights in real life and that's what attracted him to the movie right and so he felt like he was conquering his fear of heights by doing a movie about heights and he was actually on a ledge which you know credit to them um, but it feels like he can't act and be on a ledge at the same time. Sure. That was the problem, is that it was just very simple acting, very yeah, basic. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand, as we talked about, why she needed to change during the the vent scene. Oh, <laughs> well, it was it, for the eye candy. Super dumb, obviously, it was yeah. for the it,
1: trailers to get people there, yeah.
0: I guess. I don't remember that being in the trailer. It probably was.
1: It, it's just so, you could just see the producers just going, look we need the script we need the hottest chick we can get you know have a scene
0: where she strips down yeah that's uh, more of a producer thing isn't it it is yeah um okay right on the top before they detonate and get in he says to her if you want to get out now's your chance like you can still walk free and she's like no i'm in i'm committed and then when they get in there it seems like they would have needed two people right because one's kind of supporting the other yeah. so I don't know why he gave her an out if she'd said you're right I can't do this <laughs> he would have been like he would have going, all right, take care, kiss, goodbye. And then he would have gone, oh, damn, I really, ne- I yeah. need- I really needed her, didn't I? <laughs> the moment he hops
1: her, just falls down the elevator. Oh.
0: And then when she gets to the vent, right, and she's changed and she's like, I don't think I can fit in there. Mm. She's suddenly not committed. A minute ago, she was, you know, it's just annoying. It just yeah. felt like these these are dumb challenges for these characters to go through. So poorly written. Yeah, I mean, Ugh. <laughs> Why would he give her an out at all if they're so committed? It yeah. just made no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> and then when they get into the vault, mm. looking for the thing, moment of truth. It's not even there. It's not even in there. Which is a pretty big letdown. You know what to do now. Yeah, set off the alarm with a heat pack. That she fire extinguishers apparently she Wait for him. It nitrogen. secured room. Yeah. Is- <laughs> Jeez, what's up with that? And... And... Uh, <laughs> I'm Ed Harris, right? I've got this diamond that I don't want anyone to find, and I keep it in a vault which has like uh, eye recognition, face recognition, voice recognition, you know, all the top stuff. he puts it you in his I, pocket. I think I'm going to keep it in my pocket. That's probably seen safer.
1: People have broken in and they haven't discovered that, you know, oh, yep. well, it's still here, so I'll put it in my pocket. That's yeah.
0: safe. Oh, didn't you like the twist where they're going to cut the red wire and they're all red? Wasn't that suspenseful? <laughs> so silly and an incredibly high-tech you know billion dollar company right and you can cut a wire and everything just turns off (laughs) i'm lucky you cut the right wire jeez all the sensors just forget about it cameras um yeah look that was one of the most annoying parts about it but then you've still got you know the man on the ledge at the same time which is still pretty annoying too and when <laughs> everyone is cheering for him to jump I
1: know it was that Spider-Man that, 2 moment we no, look
0: out no that's the opposite of Spider-Man was. 2 in Spider-Man 2 they help him and throw things at the goblin but didn't they help him they tackled down the cop no nah, that? that wasn't until afterwards at the oh. beginning they're all like yeah jump and then and then Sam, which Wor-
1: sounded like a New York thing
0: to do that. and then Sam Wor- oh they're a fickle mob and then Sam Worthington goes oh god love New York you know like that's a common thing love New York they're so sadistic <laughs> yeah it seemed ridiculous and then they all turned when he yeah. threw money you know oh yeah 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 that's when he sort of won them over more throwing money but yeah but he
1: became a representation against control against freedom and all the rest of it and that went wow you might as well just I don't know just felt like it was written by Judge Jar, Jar Binks. <laughs> and everyone is happy <laughs>
0: If you're a a cop, right, and you're watching this man on the ledge, exact same sort of situation, right? Let's say he's up there a few hours, and you're like, let's get this guy down, honestly. Uh, What do you do?
1: I don't know. What would you do?
0: Well, I was thinking they could have wounded him, right, and had him fall, shoot him in the shoulder or the leg or something, right? And had, like, a big net or an inflatable thing. Like, it feels like there's no contingency plan. Um, I wouldn't know what to do. In that you know, there's that SWAT team that comes down. Why didn't they bring them down earlier? Honestly, I mean, I just wasn't convinced that Elizabeth Banks had the situation at all. You know?
1: And uh, I don't understand the logic in it.
0: And how did she not notice he was talking to somebody earlier? She went out the window on his left side and would have definitely seen... seen the
1: earpiece. Yeah. I looked at the earpiece the whole time. I thought that was going to be something
0: she would have spotted earlier. Feels like, like she was pretty observant. She was looking for a wedding ring or whatever else she was looking for, you know... Have you seen... um, There's a movie called Yes Man with Jim Carrey. No, I haven't seen it. Okay, in that one, um, Louis Guzman, the actor, uh, he's a lot of bit parts. There's a funny cameo in Community in one episode. Um, Louis Guzman is uh, up on a ledge and there's a song by Third Eye Blind called Jumper, which is like, Wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. And Jim Carrey goes out on the ledge with a guitar and sings it and everyone down on the street... You can watch it on YouTube. I've watched it on YouTube since, sure. since seeing the film. And everyone down on the street is, like, singing the song and, like... Yeah. Enjoying it. And then they pull him in kind of thing. And I think that would have been a better film. <laughs> if just Jim Carrey came out with a guitar and was what like... What are you doing, mate? Step back. <laughs> mate, I'm not going to... Look, this only ends one way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a choice and I can jump or not. <laughs> yeah. On the news, it said which Kyra Sedgwick was, like, uh, you know the anchor for it said mystery jumper as the text and at that point they knew who he was and they didn't, <laughs> didn't have x-cop or nick cassidy or anything it just said mystery jumper just such lazy graphics team at this news department i just thought that was such a mess up terrible what do you think of him he jump from ledge to ledge because that was Pretty terrible, when too. When did he
1: jump from ledge to ledge? Oh, that's when the SWAT teams came down. Yeah. Oh, when he comes
0: off the ledge, briefly.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. And then he tackles that SWAT and they swing into the building. He crashes through windows. Yeah, that was a cool chase sequence, I guess. I don't
0: think you can get a run-up on a ledge no. like, the way he did. No, not at all. Didn't he would have tripped or Sonic. Well, there's just not a lot of space. I feel like you got to kind of stand and then spring from where you are. But anyway... Yeah. And He's I, able to jump well, off that a building. sort of and woke
1: me up, but it was like, cool. Action.
0: chase sequence
1: or something, you know. Yeah, it was
0: very formula, though. Oh, jeez. Um, but I was thinking, you know, um, Ed Harris takes the diamond. I don't even know Ed Harris' character's name. All I know is his father was an immigrant, and he had that whole backstory he told us all.
1: The best scene was when the guy tried to give him the watch and he goes you know when I when I sold this building they gave us four hookers and a bag of cocaine and a trip to Vegas and a trip to Vegas that was a present that was a present he just throws the watch that was great that was beautiful Ed Harris and that's it watch it for that one moment
0: and then that's like okay so he's the bad guy yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yeah Um, no but like Ed Harris puts the diamond in his pocket and then he has no security around him when he's cornered by Jamie Bell and his girlfriend and uh you would think, having just heard Nick Cassidy's escaped Well having your
1: vent having your safe broken into, that's the biggest
0: thing. I sort of assume that security might be heightened. Perhaps he'd have a couple of guys travelling with him and uh also maybe someone would be at his office already. I mean, does he have a secretary? Just felt like a lot of holes. Yeah, yeah. Letting it was it- I mean, so convenient. Even if they went in through the air vents, they were still in his office and at some point they had to leave his office and then people were looking for them, you know. Like, you know, find them kind of thing. And and honestly, what is the plan here? Like, you've got the diamond, right? Um, how do you then prove that Nick Cassidy didn't have it all along? That's my problem. Because uh, he go, here it is. I've got it. You know, he had it. And they'll go, well, no, we knew you stole it. And now you have it. Yeah, yeah. So obviously
1: you somehow planted it. <laughs> so you,
0: you've had it all along. You've just gone back to get it. We've caught you with it. You're going back to prison. Yeah. You know, back to prison with you. And no, 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 he had it. Well, you've got it now. <laughs> no, but we just stole it. Well, I mean, did you? Or did you have it all along? It just seems like...
1: That's a good point, yeah. That was...
0: Oh. I thought, oh, how would what would be better? You know, what if the brother recorded it, like, recorded the whole heist and, like, posted it online or something and then that proved it existed and, like, became evidence that got him out of prison, Yeah, you know? Just felt like there wasn't anything anything that made sense about what they no. were doing because no. if you're going through that plan what's the ending of that plan like presuming that they get it off uh, ed harris yes or they find it in the vault how does it end do they just keep it because he's still on a ledge at some point he's getting taken in by the police <laughs> yeah that's a good point it's like been announced his, today they found his, the diamond his brother has the diamond yeah that doesn't help him does it? Because <laughs> he could have given his brother the diamond when he stole it stole it the first time. Oh, you know? my God. It just didn't make any sense. I was like, what? Why, why do all this? Wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It seems so convenient to have it in front of an audience. He jumps on the balloon thing, manages to bust through a barricade of cops, mm. tackles Ed Harris down, and pulls out the diamond in front of the world to see. Here oh it is. He was
0: carrying it, and I knew that. <laughs> all right so he let's just go through the crimes that he commits i mean yep. that feels like a good way of wrapping this up um all right he wasted the police time yep and i'm sure that that is a crime
1: he tied up traffic because they would have had to get yep. the whole thing inconvenience
0: people that's not a crime really oh, but, okay sure yeah you know um he technically they did break into a building mm-hmm. didn't they yep. i mean yeah um kidnapped ed harris by handcuffing him uh didn't they um, stole a car. Yeah, um, damaged a train. Look, he assaulted various people. <laughs> there was a jailbreak, which is definitely a crime. Um, yeah, stole a vehicle, like you say, fired a gun at tires. You know, um, like he took the gun off the officer, so that's like theft or uh, smash through windows. That's broke assault of an officer. Yeah, damage to property just in general. The car into the train, general damage to the hotel, and of course they did steal that diamond ring diamond as well so that's even more theft and then they had this cheap line where it was like he's pardoned by the governor like a second later like nothing else is addressed and I feel like they would have detained the brother and the girlfriend and like (laughs) you know a lot of different people would have been witnesses and it just feels like they just slipped right after he proposed they just handcuffed him so I'll see you guys in seven years (laughs) yeah exactly ridiculous um, this two brothers kind of prison story was done way better in Prison Break yeah um, Wentworth Miller going into the prison with the schematics tattooed onto himself to save his brother um, you know who's, <laughs> who's innocent
1: well what do I do once I get out we'll make a whole series on the run
0: alright what happens if they catch you? that's season 2 and then they're all on the run well
1: then you gotta go back to jail
0: <laughs> just if we can detract for a second uh, sure you know go into prison break yeah yeah. season one obviously it's called prison break but spoilers ahead on prison break it has finished four seasons all available on dvd and a movie um season one they escape right and um at the end and in the second season they're on the run yeah and there's an agent trying to kill them then the third season they put them into this prison like in mexico that he doesn't have the schematics tattooed onto himself for let me guess season four they're on the run yeah well they get out of the prison (laughs) And um, they're against the government and the man and the company. and they, Yeah, it's just it gets ridiculous. Anyway. i well, to guess the movie. Do we go back in prison? Well, the girl goes in prison. Oh. Um, Wentworth Miller's love interest. And guess what? She's pregnant with his baby. <laughs> and it's an all-women's prison. He's got to break her out. Oh, my God. Anyway. So how many times do they go back to prison? Oh, too many. One, ridiculous. Two, so three times? At least. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm aware of. And that show sure sold, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, they tried to get a government a governor to pardon them at one point in that, and it didn't work, you know, because they rarely give pardons. And, like, the president and governors, as I understand it, they give pardons, like, at the end of their time in office, you know. So it wasn't as if you could just go, oh, yeah, let's just give them a pardon, you know. It's something that, like, happens at a certain time of year. Sure, you know? I just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they obviously committed a whole mess of crimes on the way, to proving they were innocent which is really like a problem with this film yeah and then this sort of proves that crime does pay or that two wrongs do make a right you know um take a guess at the budget of this film i don't know uh 50 60 70 million 42 pretty close 42 million yeah okay i'm guessing people could took pay cuts (laughs) for their tiny roles and take a guess what it made how much 18 in the US 18 million
1: okay it'll probably
0: make its money back maybe I mean it's on DVD now yeah. so it doesn't seem like it's going to make much more I'm sure it made some money overseas but look it's not a great film no
1: it's so by the numbers it's Sonic you'd rent I don't know it's, it's I can't even hopefully
0: if it. you've watched this film like if you've listened to this you've probably watched the film and if you've watched it I'm guessing that you knew what you were getting yourself into. I'm guessing that you knew it was, like, an action film. And, then, I mean, we have fun discussing things that are a little bit different yeah. on this podcast. I yeah. mean, I don't want it to all be artsy, like, melancholia-type films where we discuss what everything means, <laughs> you know. Sometimes we've got to watch, like, a trashy film like this. It's just that I thought there'd be more to like in this film. Yeah. And I had problems with even just the premise of him getting onto the ledge, as I said. That's me.
1: Yeah, we had trouble when it was on the a man on the ledge starring Sam Worthington. That just <laughs> spelt trouble. Get good.
0: I, I hope Sam Worthington does something that you really like one day. Like I hope that he gets into a Quentin Tarantino film. Oh no, he's rebooted. Well, in I a heard rumors he's
1: getting into the next Michael Mann film. So there you go. You love that's, Michael that's my man. favorite film director, by the way. So I'll cry and I'll probably come out going, like, "Oh man, Sam Worthington was amazing."
0: Well, thank you for joining us for this discussion. As always, links on the website, www.podmeifyoucan.com. And uh, you can join us next week for more of the same or more of something different. I don't know what we're going to be reviewing next, but the surprise is there for all of us. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks, guys. All the best.